Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Storytime with Cosplay Dude 637. That's me, your host. So, today's adventure takes place in the world of the Shadowhunters. Chapter 3, Blood in Thor. Alec is on his way out of the subway when he is greeted by a familiar face. Hey, Maya, Alec says as he makes his way over to the girl. Maya Roberts smiles at Alex, Alec and hugs him. Alec returns the hug. So, why did you want to meet? Maya asks. Alec looks at her surprised. What are you talking about? It's you and Lily that wanted to meet with me, Alec says, as a feeling of dread comes over him. Now it was Maya's turn to look shocked. No, it was you and Lily that sent word for me to meet you guys at the old fire station on 13th Street. I thought it was a little strange seeing as Mark Blackthorne now runs the Alliance. Alec and Maya exchange a look of terror and take off running for the station. As they run, Alec mutters some words Maya did not know, and all of a sudden his bow and arrow appears on his back. Maya's eyes start to glow green as they round the corner to the station. I smell something, she says, and her eyes go wide. The 13th Street fire station was on fire. Mundanes were running and yelling everywhere. By the angel, Alec says. Maya tilts her head to the side like she is trying to hear something. Alec looked at her puzzled. How could she hear anything with all these mundane screaming? Alec, Lily is in there, she shouts, pointing at the station. What? Alec shouts back and pulls out his stele from his pocket. He quickly draws on a fireproof room and starts running. Maya was at his side, keeping pace with his shadow hunter speed. Maya, get to the institute and tell the others what's going on, Alec orders. Maya shoots him a credulous look, but takes off towards the subway. Alec runs into the building. Even with his rune on, the fire was hot. This was no normal fire, Alec thought, as he ran through the building looking for Lily. He quickly made his way through all the building, finding no sign of Lily. The only room left was the fire chief's office. As Alec made his way to the room, he could hear the faint sounds of a girl whimpering. Alec kicked the door open and braced himself for the backdraft. But it never came. Hey listeners, if you like what you're hearing from Cosplay Dude 637, then you might like to hear more from the Zeo to Hero Network, like the main podcast with Jimmy and I, the Bulk of Scola Podcasting. Also, you might want to check out Baker Rangers on Facebook and YouTube, Iron Avenger on TikTok, Neon Lights on YouTube, and what is the other thing? And his other show, Fairy Tale. From Cosplay Dude 637. Give it a listen. Inside, Alec finds a woman dressed in blue jeans and a black tank top with a long black jacket. The woman had long black hair and red skin with horns on her forehead. This was a warlock, one that Alec has never seen in the city before. My, my, it took you a long time to get here, she says. If I did keep that vamp here, she would have been dead by now. In a blink of the eye, Alex has drawn an arrow and notched it to his bow and pulled it back ready to fire. Where is she? Alec demands, pointing the arrow at her heart. Now, now, Mr. Lightwood. If I told you that, what would stop you from killing me? She asks. My word, I will not kill you if you tell me where Lily is, Alex says, lowering the bow. Just as he did, the female warlock drew a huge, long sword from her back and swung it down at Alec. Purple flames shoot out, at Alec. Alec's fireproof room goes white and he screams out in pain. I'm not going to kill you, Alec. Oh no. I have a message from my dear brother, she says. The flames die down and Alec falls to his knees. 
Do tell dear Magnus. Serena says, Hi. Serena starts to say, but is cut off by a dagger grazing her face. Two boys have run up behind Alec and were at his side. The one who threw the dagger was a young teen boy with black hair. He was wearing Shadowhunter gear, but also had on a pair of headphones around his neck. The other boy was blonde and was also wearing gear with a long sword strapped to his back. On the sword was an H and two birds. This was Ty Blackthorn and Kit Herondale. See, Watson, I told you. Ty says with a smirk, drawing a new dagger from his belt. No, you said it was a demon. That is a warlock, Kit says. Blackthorn and Herondale, Serena hisses. Kit reaches back for his sword, but as he gripped it, Sinra disappeared. That was very anticlimactic, Ty says, sheathing his dagger. Kit bent down to Alec and starts putting on a Razi rune on Alec. Um, Ty, this rune just went white, Kit says, looking up at his friend. However, Ty was not looking at him, but at the fire. Kit had almost forgotten the building was on fire. The fire had started to dance and move. Kit has been a shadow hunter for some time now and was trained by two of the best in his opinion, Jim Carsters and Tessa Gray. But in all his time, he had not seen nor heard of fire dancing and moving like it was now. Or fire growling? Hold up. Did that fire just growl? Kit asks. Demon. Alec chokes out right as he passes out, slumping to the floor. The fire seems to twist and bend till it forms into an almost human body. Holy cow! Is that a Maramon? Kit shouts out very sarcastically. Ty smirks and looks at Kit. Guess we should stop him so he can't digivolve, Ty says, drawing two daggers. Kit also draws his longsword. The fire demon seems to look right through the two young shadow hunters. Nephilim! It speaks in a raspy voice as fire spits from its mouth. I am the demon who burned the town Flexstone, the demon states. We know at 10.30 p.m. on the evening of September 20th, 1965, Ty interjects. We also know it was you in the town of Paradise, Kit adds as he grips his sword tightly. The demon seems to smirk and runs at the two boys, fire trailing behind him. Ty jumps to the left and Kit grabs a unconscious Alec rolling to the right. The demon runs into the wall and splits into pieces. Ty draws his steely from his belt and starts to draw a rune on the floor. Kit pushes Alec under the chief's desk and turns looking at Ty. Kit and Ty have had an unspoken bond for many years. It started when Kit joined the Blackthorns in, L in the LA Institute. However, now it was even more powerful seeing as they had become Parabatai. This was a bond beyond friends. More than family, it was if they shared one soul. Kit knew right off the bat what Ty was up to and moved in front of him, his sword ready. Ty finishes drawing the open rune and all the water sprinklers start to spray water. As the demon starts to reform itself, the fire flickers out till a black, ashy body is all that remains. Kit darted at the demon and in a split second drops down and slides on the water, covered floor. His sw he swings his longsword and cuts the demon at the ankle. The demon cries out in pain as Ty sinks his daggers 
into the chest of the demon. The demon reaches out and grips Ty's left arm and swings him into a wall. Kit stumbles onto his feet and ready for another attack. The demon, however, was not going to let that happen. As soon as Kit was back on his feet, the demon was kicking him in the chest. Kit doubles over in pain. Ty, using the wall, pulls himself up, and as he does, he kicks Alex's bow. Kit rolls under the desk and pulls one arrow from Alex's quiver and throws it to Ty. Ty jumps into the air and snatches the arrow. And as he lands, he notches the arrow and points it at the demon. Time for you to return to hell, he says, and lets the arrow fly. The arrow sinks itself in the head of the demon. The demon falls to the ground and shrinks and blinks out of existence. Kit gets to his feet and Ty looks over at him. Told you there was a demon, Watson, Ty says and smiles. Kit goes over to Alec and puts two fingers on his neck. He's got a pulse, but it's weak. The Uratsis are not working, but his Pirabate rune is a funny purple color. Let's get him to the Institute. His Pirabate will be able to help him, Ty says, very matter-of-fact. Kit nods and Ty helps him pick up Alec, and they carry him out of the building, one under each of Alec's shoulders. Maris Lightwood sits at her desk. Papers sit near, neatly on the desk in a single file folder lines one of her desks. Maris was a slender woman who, with, long, with long black hair that was peppered with white. After Alec became counsel, Maris moved back to New York to be close to her family. Max and Raphael played on the floor in front of her. When Magnus asked her to watch the boys, she did it happily. But now her heart started to hurt. She felt like something was wrong. Cosplay Dude 637. You might really like the other stuff from the Zeo to Hero Network. Like the main pod, Zeo to Hero, with the Bulk of Skull of Podcasting, myself and my brother Billy. I also really like Maker Rangers. On YouTube and on podcast. I really also enjoy Iron Adventure 52 on TikTok. And the yeah, lights on YouTube. And upcoming shows from the Red Cornish Ranger. <laughs> and you might want to check out other shows like the Fairy Tale Audio Drama from Cosplay Dude 637. <laughs> How hard was that? Really hard. Jace kicks open the infirmary door, carrying a passed out and badly burnt Alec in his arms. Clary runs in past him, pulling back. The blankets on one of the beds. Ty and Kit stand in the doorway. Go get Magnus, Jace snaps, drawing his steely. Ty and Kit nod and take off running. Jace starts putting on a Razzis, but as soon as he finishes, they turn white. Jace runs his hand over Alex Perbate rune, and a twinge of pain shoots through his hand. What the? Jace starts to say, then falls to his knees, grabbing his own Perbate rune. Clary darts over and catches him just as he also passes out. By the time Magnus, Isabel, and Simon got to the infirmary, Clary had placed Jason in a bed next to Alec and placed wet towels on both their foreheads. 
What in the world, Simon shouts. The boys said it was just Alec. What happened, Crumpet? Magnus asked, sitting on the bed next to Alec. I really don't know. One minute, Jace is placing a healing rune on, and the next he's passed out, Clary answers. They're burning up, Magnus says, laying his hand on the two men. I think this is blood magic, he adds. What's that mean for my brothers, Magnus? Isabel asks, looking very white. Simon, knowing that his wife was scared for her brother's safety, comes over and puts his arms around his wife. Kit and Ty had walked into the infirmary, the young shadow hunters behind them in the hallway. Magnus lets out a heavy breath. We need the blood of the warlock to cast this spell, Magnus says. Sinra, Ty stated. What? Clary asks. That's what the warlock said her name was. Kit tells them. Magnus goes white in the face and slowly gets up, a very shocked look on his face as he turned and looks at Ty and Kit. What was that name? he asked. Sinra. She did not give a last name, Ty said, very sarcastically. Kit shook his head. He knew his parabate had no tact, but he thought he had shown him ways to be a bit more sensitive. Magnus stumbled back and Clary catches him. Mag, what is it? Clary asks. She told me she was coming for the, my loved ones, Magnus says in a blank voice. Magnus, we need to save the guys. How do we go about doing that? How do we stop this blood magic? Clary says in a firm voice. We need the blood of the warlock and the blood of the one they love. So with Sinra's blood and Magnus, you should be able to help them, Ty explains. Okay, here's what's going to happen. Magnus, you're to stay here and help the guys as best you can. Izzy, Simon, and I are going warlock hunting. As for the newbies, I want you all on guard duty and helping Magnus, Clary orders. What about us, Kit asks, but Ty hit him in the arm. Mission, Ty says. Clary nods at the two boys. Looks like you guys got your own job to do. If you come across this Sinra, send a message, Clary said. Ty and Kit nod as they make their way into the hallway. You know we could have told them about the Fight Club rumors, Kit says, looking at his parabata egregiously. Ty shakes his head. They have too much to deal with. This is just some downworld Fight Club, Ty says, as they start down a long hallway back to the main doors. Yeah, but we know it's run by a warlock that no one has ever seen, Kit protested. Very good, Watson, but we don't know if it's this Sinra, Ty says as a hand comes down on his shoulder. Ty stiffens all over. He had gotten used to people he did not know touching him, but he still did not like it. Ty and Kit spin on their heels and saw Simon Lovelace. Did you just say Fight Club? he asks. Yes, Kit drowns out. I know where it is, and you two are coming with me. Simon ordered. If you enjoy what you're listening to from the Baker Ranger, okay. ah, and all his technical why? problems, ah, but sometimes they're mine because I mute why? the site or something. Ah. Why is it on fire? Why is it on fire? It shouldn't be on fire. Why is it on fire? But you might like Who to see his other stuff on the Zio to Hero Network. Also, catch him on YouTube ah, and Facebook okay, to wait. see his weekly nerdy verses and also no. ah. see what else he's coming out with in the near future. I swear to Jeebus! Back in the infirmary, Clary was still dealing with the newbies. They had protested with great passion that they would not be sidelined on the first real mission since they got there. 
We are shadow hunters, not just some mundanes off the street, Mikhail barks. He is right. We should be out there doing our job, Ruthie adds. Your job is whatever I tell you it is. As head of this institute, Clary shouted, a tear running down her left eye. Her face was red with anger. And right now, your job is very simple. Guard the institute with your lives. If anyone or anything gets through them doors, put it down. It's not fair, Mikhail starts to say as Xander lays a hand on his arm. Stop it, man. We have our orders and we will carry them out. Xander snapped, looking at Mikhail, a fire seeming to be in his eyes. Mikhail, he is right. This is what we need to do right now, Angelique says, looking at Mikhail with a look of fondness. What Clary and the others did not know is Mikhail and Angelique are parabate. Slowly, Mikhail lightened, and he nodded at Clary and stepped out of the doorway. Where is Simon? Isabel asked, looking around. The subways of New York are long and all over the city, but a good number of them were still up and running. However, this subway was not. It was old, ran down, and dirty. Very dirty. Kit splashed through a puddle, and Simon snapped back to reality. He had decided to go with Kit and Ty without telling the others. Simon has been doing patrols for the last few weeks on his own. Isabel is great, and he loves being with her at all times, but he had gotten to a point in his new marriage where he wanted his own time. This had led him on the trail of a rumored downworlder fight club. As it had turned out, this was why Kit and Ty were here in New York, and not in their hometown of LA. Now they are walking on one of the lines of the 191st Street subways, the worst of all the subways there is. It was actually voted number one on a mundane website. Kit splashes again and the quiver on Simon's back jerks as he steps in a hole and rats took off running every which way. Whoa! Simon shouts. He hunts demons, yet a rat scares him. Kit snickers. Simon shoots Kit an evil look. Yep, you're a Herondale. The trio keeps going deeper and deeper into the subway till they start to hear hooping and hollering. Then comes a wolf howling. The three exchange looks and take off running. Ty drawing two daggers and Kit drawing his longsword. And they took off full Shadowhunter speed. Simon, on the other hand, did not use his speed room. He kept back a few feet from the two boys. An arrow notched and ready to fire. People were running everywhere, but in the center of the group was a ring of white chalk into the floor. And in the ring stood Ty, Kit, and Sinra. By the order of the clave, Kit says as he is pushed back into a wall by an invisible force. Simon closes his eyes in thought of Clary, his old friend, and now his parabata. Then there was a flash of blue light and a portal opened and out of it walked Clary and Izzy. Simon was still a few feet away, but he could hear what was being said. Sinra! Clary shouts. Sinra grins and looks at her. Oh, my little Frey, Sinra answers. My name is Clary Fairchild. You are hurting two people I care about deeply, and that's going to end, Clary says as she draws a short sword from her belt. Izzy's silver snake bracelet had already formed into a deadly whip. Sinra did not move. She just started to laugh. 
So my spell got Jace Herondale too. That's just too great. How is my big brother doing with this? Sinra asks. Izzy's whip flies out and in a blink of an eye the, was wrapped around Sinra's neck. Kill me and the spell will kill them. She smirked. Ty was running at her with, in a matter of seconds, not listening to the words like Kit. He is set flying by some force unseen. Simon keeps to the shadows, starts to make his way behind Sinra. Clary must not have seen him because she took after Sinra. Also, her sword hung over her head, but at the last minute stops cold and looks over at Izzy. Simon's eyes also flick over to Isabel. Isabel had gone ghost white and was not moving. Icicles were forming on the whip and all over Izzy's body. Clary spins around and runs over to Isabel and rips the whip free from Izzy's hand. Izzy falls into Clary's arms. Simon raises the bow and looks at Sinra. He slowly lets out a, a single breath and lets the arrow fly. Sinra spins around catches the arrow. What's wrong, little sidekick? Did you think I didn't know you were there? Simon smirked and winked as the arrow she was holding disappears and another arrow flies out of the shadows and right through Sinra's hand. Sinra screams out in pain and disappears. Remind me to thank Alec and Magnus for the arrows they got me for my birthday. he snickers. Walking into the light, Clary looks at him with fire in her eyes. She was pissed and boy could he feel it. Now how do we save the guys? She's gone, Clary shouts. Simon just smiles and points to the arrow that was stuck in the wall, dripping with blood. Clary's eyes light up. I would just like to thank everybody for listening. This was a fan fiction and by no means connected to Cassandra Clare in the Shadowhunter books. No copyright infringement was intended. I'd like to give a big shout out to Mark the Red Cornish Ranger, Rachel from The Rachel Show Unleashed, Jim and Billy from Zio to Hero, and of course the Baker Ranger. Thank you guys for all your support. Until next time, later days.